No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. We are live immediately after NXT. We have just crowned a brand new NXT World Champion. Bask in his glory. His name is Keith Lee, folks. Keith Lee getting the job done. Um, but before we get into that, let me make sure you know where you can find the wrestling realm. First of all, just go ahead and subscribe. And let me just go ahead and throw that on the screen for you. You know, follow us on Instagram and Twitter right there at Wrestling Realm. And then, of course, make sure if you tend to watch and you're on Facebook, go ahead, hit the share button. You know, got some links out there. And then last but certainly not least, go ahead, download the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora Podcast, and subscribe right here to the YouTube channel. And if you're watching, go ahead, drop in the comments below and, you know, Go ahead and mention them. I'll put it on the screen. But ladies and gentlemen, we have a brand new NXT champion. It's Keith Lee. Who would have thunk it, folks? Who would have thunk it? Keith Lee getting it done finally. You know, I think I personally, I thought so. You know, when this guy arrived to the WWE, he was somebody that you could see as a champion. He had a different look. He was athletic. And he had the ability, so it's not surprising. He obviously he went over on the Golden Boy, that is Adam Cole, which was phenomenal. Um, I, I'm really, you know, really excited for Keith Lee to become the champion. I want to see where he goes from there. We know him and Donovan Dijakovic had some incredible matches, so we do know that it's possible for those guys to go out there and put on a good show. You know, you obviously you have Damian Priest out there. But, you know, I want to definitely touch on the fact, Keith Lee, you know, there was a lot of talk about not having a black WWE champion, right? There's a lot of talk about not having a, uh, or I should say a lack of black WWE champions. You know, you had The Rock, you had Kofi Kingston with the world title. When you look at the one right here, the big goal, you think of, um, Mark Henry and Booker T, you know, the WCW championship, it was Ron Simmons. You look at NXT, they just crowned their second black champion. And, and I, I started to think, I was like, wait, was there another? No, Biggie, now Keith Lee, you know. So I think, um, you know, that was pretty cool. Velveteen Dream, which, you know, maybe, was, you know, nah, I'm not talking about him tonight. Um, but he was somebody that was certainly a lot of people thought would be in the running would have a chance at winning the championship. Um, but unfortunately for him, you know, he just didn't know how to stop messing with little children. So therefore he was, he's not the champ. Um, not, you know, and he's, you know, word on the street is that he will in soon time be released if he hasn't been, and they haven't said anything yet, but that's another, that's another story for a different day. 
um, Keith Lee is your champion. For those just tuning in, um, thanks for joining me. Make sure you go ahead, hit the subscribe button, drop a comment below, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You know, like I said, I'm excited. Keith Lee's the champ. I thought this was a great move. I thought him and Adam Cole went up there and put on a good match. I did get a lot of comparisons. I know a lot of people like to compare Shawn Michaels to Adam Cole. You kind of saw it when you remember when Shawn Michaels lost his last WWE championship to Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, he had that look. They always show you when he walked out from the back and him and Triple H and then the music hit. And it seemed like they played similar music. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, that's certainly interesting. Um, who we got? Uh, you know, shout out to Ashley Robinson jumping in, and she just yelled, Bailey, Sasha. Oh, I'm about to get to it, Ashley. Just give me a couple seconds. I'll definitely get in to those two because they're great, quite frankly. Um, but you saw Adam Cole, you saw him just so you know, kind of had that look, you know, and they, they kind of set it up, but either way, it was a great presentation. The great American bash is WWE trying to send a message, you know, you know how. Black people have been feeling about America lately, but, you know, Keith Lee has been putting on for the culture, the Black Lives Matter, so who knows? But this is Billy Rain has uh, come to an end as champion. That's right. When is the champion? Um, but, you know, let's get right into it. You know, the title of this show, you know, matter of fact, this is this is a top rope for me, so why not? Going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's Top Rope segment of the week. Top Rope this week, I mean, it's just Sasha and Bailey. They have been incredible. You look at this quarantine and you look at everything that's going on. Sasha and Bailey have been holding wrestling together. Yes, I said it. Sasha and Bailey have been holding wrestling together. They have been the reasons that I've been wanting to turn on my television you look at the promos you look at the vin uh, um, vignettes the packages the video packages and you see sasha and bailey and you see these ladies just going out there putting on just being entertaining i know a lot of people thought when they became champion um you know, I know a lot of people thought when they became, uh, when Bailey became heel, she had a weak heel run. I didn't think so. I was like, you know what? I don't think it's necessarily weak, but a lot of people did. Me personally, I wanted to give it some time. And now she's got the perfect partner with her in Sasha Banks. Now, I was thinking about this, right? You look back. Let's go back to WrestleMania. Or right, no, let's take it back to the Royal Rumble. Everybody thought Shayna Baszler was going to win the Royal Rumble, challenge Becky Lynch, possibly beat her for the championship. Didn't happen. Charlotte Flair won. Now, you know, the dirt sheets reported that Charlotte politic, whatever. Just check me out. Follow me when I go through this storm real quick. So then we go from Sasha Bank. I mean, we go from um, Charlotte Flair winning the NXT championship. And a lot of people didn't like it. Again, it was like, Man, you know, why is she winning the title? Then you had Lacey Evans. Then you had the uh, five-way match, six-way match at WrestleMania. Bailey retains. Looked like Sasha and Bailey was going to break up, right? Well, uh, when Charlotte won, another thing people didn't realize, too, was the work, um, I think it was a work visa situation with uh, Rhea Ripley. Well, 
now Charlotte's holding NXT down. And, you know, I thought, well, maybe she's the champ. She got to be the champion to hold NXT down to make sure, to, you know, bring more eyeballs to the product. But who knows? We don't know nothing, right? So then she loses the championship to EO. EO finally gets her moment, right? And a moment that she had been chasing. So then we move on. We get Sasha and, um, you know, Sasha Banks uh, and Bailey. Boom, they win the tag titles. Now it's like, okay, finally, they're getting the tag titles. Then they had a successful tag title defense. There was all this talk about Sasha Banks only hold, having one month Raw championship reigns. But finally, she wins the championship, right? So now, all of a sudden, Becky Lynch gets pregnant. So she has to drop, you know, the women's Raw Women's Championship. She gives it to Asuka. After Asuka's the champion. We're looking at it like, man, okay. So Oscar's finally getting her run. Now, now, Sasha has challenged Oscar. Here we go, thinking Sasha and Bailey are going to go against each other. We're thinking Sasha and Bailey aren't going to be best friends. They're going to finally turn on each other. And I kept saying, I think you hold that off until there's a point in time when Bailey and Sasha are both in front of a live crowd because you get that reaction. Just think, go back to WrestleMania. The real Dwayne Allen said on the WrestleMania post show, when Sasha, Naomi, and Tamina were all in the ring together, that was supposed to be the team bad throwback moment. Nonetheless, we didn't get that. Instead, we got, you know, we, we, we got the moment, but we didn't have that crowd reaction. So then I said, just be patient. I think the Sasha Bailey stuff versus each other will happen later. Now Sasha's challenging for the smack, the Raw Women's Championship, a championship that you know she once held before, and would be great to see her have again. What better time than to let these two ladies have a run similar to that of Stone Cold and Triple H when they were the two-man power trip. Reason why I say similar, not exactly, because let's not forget the Intercontinental Championship was the mid-card title and Triple H was holding it. In this case, both of them are world champions and both of them world tag team champions. They're on every show. It's clearly Sasha and the Bailey show. So that's something I'm looking forward to, folks. Um, I, I Like I said, I can't wait. Um, you know, let me make sure everything's working. All right, cool. Yeah, that's something I can't wait for. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying it though. Um, I, I look at it and I said, these ladies are the MVPs. They're defending the tag titles. When they first became tag team champions, they wanted those titles so bad. And one of the things they said was they wanted to defend the titles everywhere. They wanted to defend them on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. And that's what they've been doing to the point. It's like they got beef with everybody. And that's how it should be. It's Sasha and Bailey against the world. <sighs> Moving on, man. Um, Candice LeRae and Mia Yim earlier. I believe, I believe, yeah, they opened up tonight's episode of Great American Bash. And those two ladies went out there and put on a show. Candice LeRae victorious. But boy, she they both took a beating. Um, but, you know, the swing and neck breaker off the top rope onto a pile of chairs. Woo! Man, I tell you, you know, but big props to those ladies. They went out there and, and like I said, put on a hell of a match. It's something I was very, um, I enjoyed a lot. I, I, I really did. 
And I want to see what happens for Mia Yim here. You know, Johnny Gargano was later victorious in his match over Isaiah Swerve Scott. Of course, I'm sitting there thinking, I said, okay, yeah, you got the black lady losing, the black man losing. Yeah, <laughs> Keith Lee's going to win. I hate to be that way, but it just felt like it. Now I understand Johnny Gargano was, you know, had some momentum. Swerve, or yeah, Swerve Scott really probably didn't. So it's a difference, but still, you can't help but help think of these things, folks. But, um, you know, incredible match by them. And then we also saw the debut, the official debut after the vignettes of Mercedes Martinez. She was uh, victorious over Santana Garrett. Here's my issue. My issue is the WWE has plenty of talent and I don't like, I mean, granted it wasn't a squash match. I understand that, but I don't like you pumping this person up and then you just have this other person show up. And that's why I don't like, you know, Santana Garrett, excuse me, here we go. Santana Garrett has been there and she's, you know, clearly they signed her for a reason. Don't sign people just to have them be a healthy, a helping hand. You know, they could be doing other stuff. You, that's what enhancement talent is for. You know, people who live in Florida, don't sign them just to be a helping hand. You know, I want to see people, everybody have stories. That was the one good thing about when Vince Russo was in charge. Everybody had a story. So that was the one thing. That was a little pet peeve of mine. But either way, uh, everybody knows I'm a huge Mercedes Martinez fan. So to see her tonight, I was definitely happy. I'm definitely very excited to see what they do with her. I saw tweets. People want to see her versus EO. And, and I can see Mercedes Martinez as an NXT women's champion within the next eight to 10 months. Next week, speaking of NXT women's champion, we will see EO Shirai put the title on the line as she defends it against Tegan Knox. I very enjoy those promos, the vignettes. You know, that's the thing I love about wrestling. Give me the story. Give me the backstory. Why are these two team, these two ladies have an issue with each other, or what's the story? In this case, look, she has the title. She wants it. Let's do it. You know, but give me some history. You know, I didn't know that Tegan Knox wasn't from the United States or where she grew up from. So getting that backstory is always great. All right, folks, I'm going to take my first break. Um, you know, I always tell you, subscribe to the wrestling realm on all social media platforms. Well, here's the thing. On our YouTube page, we have tons of content. We actually got a show coming out. I should say maybe, I guess you call it a show, a segment. We're going to drop soon. It's already loaded up, ready to go. So I'll talk to the real Dwayne Allen. It's up to him when it comes out. Nonetheless, Make sure you check it out. But we also have one thing called Give Me the Book. So if you haven't checked that out, here's a clip of it where we read book stuff that we didn't like. Give me the book. I'll be right back. It should have been the Rocket Triple H, the match we got at Backlash. When you think about some of the top rivalries we've seen in professional wrestling, mm -hmm. we've seen Hogan and Savage in the main event. We've seen Hogan and Warrior, Hogan and Andre. Mm -hmm. We've seen Brett and Shawn. Okay. We see Austin and Rock. We never got, we never, well, one, we never got, uh, we got even John Cena and Batista. We never got Randy Orton and John Cena one-on-one -on -one in Mania. Okay. Don't want it now. But we never got Rock and Triple H one-on-one -on -one at WrestleMania. That was the time to do it. The Rock had just won the Royal Rumble. Triple H was the hottest heel in professional wrestling. There was no need for the big show. There was no need for Mick Foley. Yeah, it might have been a bit excessive. 
I guess you got a point there when you put it that way. Yeah, you know, you go back and look at that WrestleMania. There's think, only one singles match. Yeah. You remember what that oh, match man. was? Houston, we have a problem. Yes! And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you check out his Give Me the Book. Um, I got to give props to the real Dwayne Allen, my brother right there. He um, That was his idea. You know, he produced that. So um, you, you jump in there. Make sure you are subscribed to the Wrestling Room. Click below. If you're watching on Periscope, hit the follow button. Share it with your friends. Retweet it. I appreciate each and every one of you. So let's get right into it. Moving on. So... The United States Championship. WWE de debuted the new look of the United States Championship, and that thing is a thing of beauty. You know, I should have put that on the screen, um, but I didn't. But, yeah, I have to say it is gorgeous. It, I'm, the previous one, I was like, eh, okay, it's cool, cool title, whatever. The one before that, the WCW one, I liked it, actually came close to buying it, to be honest with you, but decided against it at the last minute um, when we were in um, New Orleans. So, I mean, not New Orleans, um, New York for uh, the first WrestleCon. I remember I was talking to my brother, Corey, and I was like, uh, maybe I should get it. Maybe, maybe not. You know, I'm going to go ahead and throw this uh, title right there on the screen. Yeah, I went on Google right there, but that is the way the United States championship looks. So yeah, I thought about getting it, but you know, I didn't, uh, you know, so, um, but like I said, it's, you know, it's a thing. Of, it's gorgeous. The, I should say the old one I thought about getting, but the one they have now definitely going to add that to the collection one day, maybe not right now because it's up there in price. And one thing about my good brother Mo Eaton said is you always, when you buy the titles, you make sure you get a good deal. Have your number in your head and get a good deal. I have to give you a secret. That one, I bought them tonight of Money in the Bank, $199 on WWEshop.com. So that's a free, pro, free promo for them. Um, and my camera just went out. So I'm going to go ahead and take another break. You know, watch this clip and give me the book again. It should have been the Rocket Triple H, the match we got at Backlash. When you think about some of the top rivalries we've seen in professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. We've seen Hogan and Savage in the main event. We've seen Hogan and Warrior, Hogan and Andre. Mm -hmm. We've seen Brett and Shawn. Okay. We've seen Austin and Rock. We never got... We never... Well, one, we never got... Uh, we got even John Cena and Batista. We never got Randy Orton and John Cena one-on-one -on -one in Mania. Okay. Don't want it now. But we never got Rock and Triple H one-on-one -on -one at WrestleMania. That was the time to do it. All right, I'm back, folks, and good God dang it. I tell you, one thing when you go live, uh, it's always something. So um, bear with me really quick. Up to the top rope. It's time for this week's Top Rope segment of the week. All right, yeah, <laughs> camera jumped out of focus. So, um, but yeah, so here's the thing. Like I said, United States Championship. Here's the difference, though. For the first time in history, the WWE debuted the title 
with not the champion, or I should say recent history, it wasn't the champion that debuted the title. You had MVP unveiling the new championship. However, it was, it was, um, he's not the champion. And I had to think because I was like, you know, I'll be honest with you. One of the reasons why it hasn't been a show in a few weeks because I just haven't been watching wrestling as much. So I'm sitting there I'm like, wait a minute. Did he, last time I checked, Apollo Crews was champion. Did he lose the title? No, nah, that's not what happened. He just, for whatever reason, they decided to let MVP unveil the title. So next week at, or I should say a couple weeks at um, Extreme Rules, the hardest show at Extreme Rules, MVP will challenge Apollo Crews. Now, MVP has had the United States Championship. <laughs> Excuse me. Always happens every show. MVP had the United States Championship for years. I mean, for months back in the you know the two thousand early two thousand late two thousands early two thousand tens. So it's kind of cool to see him come back, and now he could be quite possibly challenging for the United States Championship. Um, so and could win it. So I, I like to see that. I like, but I do love the way the championship looks. I love watching when they unveil new belts. It's always kind of like, okay, what does it look like? What does it look like? And this was certainly to me didn't disappoint. I have to admit, I like it better than the new Intercontinental Championship. Wasn't really ready for them to change that one. They did, so I had to get used to looking at it, but I wasn't necessarily impressed with it right away. The more I look at it, I'm like, okay, it's a cool looking title. Um it obviously looks better than the old titles, but to me, it doesn't look better than this one. I'm sorry. This right here is the golden standard for the Intercontinental Championship. This Reggie Parks edition, you know, that, that design is just gorgeous. And But I don't, the new one, it's, it looks good. I, I love the fact that AJ Styles has it, so. Uh, but the United States Championship is just a thing of beauty. I love everything about it. So I'm actually interested to see how far, you know, it's just some cool things, you know, who's going to hold it. I just hope they make it a priority and keep it prestigious. It looks good. So let's make sure that you position, position the championship to be in a good place. Uh, moving on. Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio. Uh, yeah, Rey Mysterio. In an I for an I match, where we're on street is it? Ray Mysterio's contract is up. He's headed. He could quite possibly be headed to AEW. Actually, they say he's working without a contract. And it's funny because I've been listening to Jim Ross's book um, on Audible, and he's I'm at the part where he talks about Jeff Jarrett and when Jeff Jarrett was working uh, on that handshake agreement and how Jer Garrett. Jared wanted $300,000 in cash that night. At also Faithful Night, if you remember, at No Mercy 1999 when he dropped the Intercontinental Championship to China. So I don't think Rey Mysterio, I just look at him as somebody who's not going to like bully his way around because in that situation, Jeff Jarrett always thought Word on the street is he always thought he was worth more, thought he could draw more than Hogan. Clearly, that's not the case. And the real Dwayne Allen, I talked about that on season one of the Wrestling Realm. So make sure you subscribe here. But, you know, so 
I just look at him like, man, I don't see Rey Mysterio doing that, but I don't see him sticking with WWE for the long run. I'm not really in a rush to see Dominic in a prominent position. I know some people are. Eh, it's cool, whatever. So, but that's just me, man. And so, you know, um, but yeah, so let's, you know, moving on as we continue. Um, Taz, he brought back the FTW championship to give to Brian Cage, folks. And that right there was certainly interesting. Um, you know, definitely didn't see that one coming, to be honest with you. But hey, you know, they did it. So um, I don't know, man. It's always interesting to see what they're doing over in AEW. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I had to ask some people online. I said, "What? what is this championship? What does this mean? I never heard of it. So, you know, definitely shout out to the homies out there who made sure they gave me a quick schooling on what that championship meant because I just never heard of it. So, um yeah, that's where I was with that. I was like, wait, I ain't never heard of this title. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, that's where we are with, uh, you know, Dolph Ziggler. This Monday night, Monday Night Raw, there was word that we were going to get Drew McIntyre was going to come out there and he would be, um, they, no, that there would be somebody who was fired would be returning to Monday Night Raw. And you just you automatically kind of knew it was Heath Slater, and they did the thing where he kind of went out there and he told Drew like you didn't look out for me, and they had a match. It was over, but when I saw like the faces and the reaction that Heath Slater had, I was like, man, this is the most serious I've ever seen him. Like I like this guy. Where's, where's this other guy been? This makes a lot of sense. So you know, I was, I was definitely. Um, Happy to see the way it started. Didn't really care for the way it ended because I was thinking, I said, well, maybe WWE can find something for Heath Slater. You know, maybe they're not going to get rid of him just yet. I know a lot of people think, oh, yeah, he's done. He's done. Maybe not so much, but <laughs> clearly I was wrong. So, um, and then next week on AEW Dynamite. Sonny Kiss will be the next person to challenge Cody for the AEW TNT Championship. So that should be a good match. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think um, if you've been watching Sonny Kiss, you know Sonny can work. If you haven't, I urge you to check out some of his matches. You know, you probably don't have that much to check out on AEW, some AEW dark matches, but, you know, definitely check out some of his matches on Indies. He's a former Capital Wrestling World Champion. Uh, so, you know, make sure you check that out. And then, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Braun Strowman is the WWE Universal Champion, and I don't really care. There's nothing about him that's been like, oh, my goodness, I got to check this out. You know, I got to see what Braun Strowman is doing. It's, it's nothing about it. So that's just where I am, to be honest with you. It's cool, but, you know, big deal. But I'm going to take one break, and then I got a rant to go on. But I'm going to go ahead and let you check out part of this interview I did with my good friend Amber Rodriguez a few months ago. Um, you can check out this full interview right here on the Wrestling Realm. 
both matches, it was great because I got to wrestle, you know, two girls that I had been watching for a while, but hadn't gotten a chance to share the ring with until then, uh, mm-hmm. being Micah Madrid and Vanity. Um, shout out to both those women. Um, but yeah, man, just being there and just taking it all in, it was just like somebody pinch me kind of moment. You know what I mean? Even before the show got started, they were testing out my music and like I I think I took a picture of them like testing out the pictures and everything and I like my face was on the screen. And I'm like this is crazy. <laughs> like cuz I had been trying to work here like since I was like 18, you know, and here I am now and it's just it's wonderful and i i say all that to say you know like don't don't let the feeling of oh this isn't gonna happen for me or you know like it's been so long like i literally left and came back and now it's like i'm really i feel like i'm where i'm supposed to be and i'm on my way to even further heights and i feel so much more positive about my career than I did the first time, you know? So I say all that to say, like, just, you know, don't let that adversity hold you back. Like if you stray off of your dreams or your path to, you know, where it is that you want to be, like, don't let, don't let that be the, the decide. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So, little technical difficulties tonight. Had to switch cameras. Sheesh, I tell you, it's always something. But that doesn't stop this show. So, around the net, we saw Brian Pillman Jr. ask for his release from MLW. So, one thing about... COVID-19 we've seen in the wrestling world is there has been a lot of people speaking out on some things that's been going on in the business. And one of the things that leaked, or I guess, would you call it a leak? Somebody put out something as far as his, uh, somebody had asked about him, um, Somebody talked about his uh, some about a trainer who was connected to a school or a trainer that was connected to MLW who was a pedophile, and somebody else had asked for their release. And they in the DM they told him to he because Pillman said he wasn't granted his release, so he said, "Look, ask for it publicly." And this is one of the things. Now, yeah, no, I don't have all the information. I've read the dirt sheet, the summary. But this brings me back to the conversations that I have been having in the beginning throughout the month of June. And that had to deal with a lot of um, the racism in pro wrestling and the sexual harassment in pro wrestling. And this all comes down to the same thing. People need to speak up. The ladies are speaking out. The men need to speak up. The men need to stop. The men need to support. And I know some people say, oh, here he goes this again. I don't care. I'm going to keep bringing this up. I'm going to keep talking about it because I don't agree or condone any of those actions. 
you know, it was some wrestlers I unfollowed, some wrestlers I met, and I was like, man, I really enjoy this person, enjoy their work, enjoy, you know, like who they are, but, you know, I don't condone sexual harassment. And, and Matt Riddle was out there putting out videos. I'm not going to lie to you. The night he made his debut against AJ Styles, I turned the show off. I turned the show off because... You just had these allegations put out. And I understand the show had already been pre-taped. But y'all know that if I pre-tape this and I put this out on social media, I can easily take it down. With television, it's actually easier because you can just, you know, I can cut out a segment. You, You see what they said about the last dance. There were segments and portions of the last dance that was edited all the way up to the final day, the debut, the premiere, I should say, that for that last episode. So that's the thing. When you look at it in the world of professional wrestling, same thing goes for Matt Riddle. You know, people was all, oh, but you know, you don't know if she's lying. It's another. So why not just say, okay, until we figure this out, until we get all the facts, until we can handle everything, you sit in time out. It's that simple, you know, but no, because he's somebody that apparently Vince McMahon sees as the next Shawn Michaels. I don't see how. So he got long hair. Sure, Matt Riddle do look like he could have star power, but come on, you know, and then he starts, he puts out the video. That's to, Make sure you can deflect that. Make sure that, okay, we can put the blame on you. And so there's just so much. I don't believe him. And then there was uh, Jay Lethal came out and said he would never sexually harass anybody after somebody came out against him. And, and again, folks, this is my thing. Why would, you know, with everything going on, I don't see these women lying knowing that it is a huge spotlight. I just don't. I know people saying, well, they looking at it for another way. Now is the best time to say something. But you mess it up for everybody else. And people are going to do the investigations. There is no coming back from it, unfortunately. But it's just it's, it's sad. And like I said, the wrestling business has just... Um, the wrestling business has just totally just made just been made a mockery out of and, and it's been a bad playground it hasn't been safe you 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 know i've had i've had people on here who've had their personal experiences and i've had people on here who hasn't had any experience but the bottom line is this stuff has to stop and i'm going to continue to say it bottom line so but ladies and gentlemen that will do it for this week. Like I said, man, Sasha and Bailey are the MVPs of professional wrestling. And finally, the world is seeing it. You have two of the other four horsewomen out. You have, you know, Charlotte Flair's out with surgery and Becky Lynch is out because she's pregnant. Congratulations to her. Big, you know, Charlotte, get well soon. She deserves a break. And now you got Sasha and Bailey. Sasha had her mental break. 
And now she's ready to tear the game up, man. But, folks, I will do it for this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Thank you for tuning in. For those who tuned in live, and thank you for bearing with me through all the technical issues. Until the next time, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.